sensors, Linux, computers, electronics, science, and amateur radio. We cover it all. Who are we? We are Linux in the Ham Shack, the podcast that brings you and your technology together with the power of software freedom. Join us live or listen offline. Visit us on the web at lhsinfo.org. We want to open your mind. We are Linux in the Ham Shack. Welcome to Resident Frequency, the Amateur Radio Podcast. My name is Richard, KB5JBV, and I am your host. As you can tell, we're back in Studio One, uh, Studio A. Still trying to figure out these studio numbers. But we're in the uh, studio in the radio room at the house at this time. And uh, we figured we'd best get you one out of the studio so that... uh, uh, y'all don't gather up and lynch me. All right, we're going to go through a few things. Uh, let's start with uh, the website has been moved. Uh, you will no longer be able to uh, pick up content of any kind from the Black Sparrow Media website because it is history. We were trying to consolidate all our stuff and get it in one place, but that didn't work out. The uh, current URL, if y'all want to pass it around, if people get asking about it, is rfpodcast.info, rfpodcast.info. We are currently in talks with our current provider to uh, to see if we can't get a few things going on with them. All right. Uh, those of you that were picking Linux in the Ham Shack uh, content up over Black Sparrow Media, please go to lhspodcast.info, lhspodcast.info to pick them up. And as you heard at the beginning of the podcast, we've got a little promo for the other show up, and uh, we're going to see how that's going on. Okay, so let's talk about donations. Uh, the uh, RF Podcast website, the whole Black Sparrow Media, media thing ha- failed because uh, due to the economic situation, people have not been able to help us out. I haven't had the out-of-pocket expenses, expense money that I've had. Uh, Russ is having to kick in some stuff now. And unfortunately, now that the shows are split and separated on separate sites, they have their own, uh, own particular budgets. So, uh, when we talk about donations over here, please understand that donations over here don't, uh, support that show and vice versa. So, uh, let, I'm trying to get that squared away. We're also in talks with audible.com to help, uh, see if we can help, uh, pay some of the bills around here that direction. Uh, I'm sorry and I fought it, but, uh, we're going to at least have to, uh, see what they have to offer us. Please don't get too angry and it shouldn't, 
shouldn't cause too much of an interruption in the show. All right, so let's move on to feedback. Uh, I've got quite a bit of feedback built up here, and I really need to get through all of it. Uh, I've answered one or two of y'all directly. However, there's some that uh, I was saving for a show, and since I can't do it in the mobile studio, we'll get to it here. Oh, yes, one more word on the uh, mobile studios. Mobile Studio 1 is good and quiet. Uh, Mobile Studio 2, which is the one I'm currently using uh, to go back and forth, is not as quiet. We're going to have to do some experimentation and stuff and see what we can do with that. However, we will uh, get back to you on it. All right, so uh, the first piece of feedback we've got is from uh, KD8NJZ and was posted in the forums over at the Black Sparrow Media site. Good afternoon, Richard. Just wanted to stop uh, by the forums and say hello. And thank you for what you're doing with Resonant Frequency Podcast. I've listened to quite a few episodes and really enjoy your laid-back, casual style. I'm also a listener of Practical Amateur Radio Podcast and Teen Radio Journey. Both fine shows, in Richard's opinion. Uh, I'm a pretty new ham, having earned my general ticket back in March. I bought myself a Yaesu FT60R and have really been enjoying 2 meters and 440. A fellow Wood County Amateur Radio Club member lent me his Yaesu FT900 so I could try my hand at HF until I'm able to pick up my HF rig and get an antenna set up. I was able to make uh, make a 40 meter contact with a guy down in Tennessee from my QTH in Ohio exciting stuff oh you think that's exciting wait until you work your first japanese station or something i definitely do not uh have technical background but am learning what i can what i can in order to be a good operator i'm 34 years old and have wanted to get my license since i was 20 or so i'm glad i finally did thanks again for the work you're doing helping new hams like me learn I look forward to future podcasts. Well, thank you. Thank you. He didn't sign it. Thank you, KD8NJZ. It's nice to hear from the new guys out there. Like I said, uh, you think uh, Ohio to Tennessee is good? Wait till you talk to Japan, the Caribbean, England, some of these other places. Of course, if the solar cycle never starts back up, then it may not be an issue. And uh, let me tell you, I didn't really wait a long time to get my ham license. I thought about it. I heard about it when I was a kid. Thought about it. My father was always trying to get licensed. I had pretty much let it go until he started working through getting himself licensed again and decided that I wanted to get on it. And I've had a ball. So uh, you keep it up out there. And uh, please let me know if you made the transfer. If you didn't, within a few weeks, I'll probably send you an email. And our next one's from KO4RB, sent via the feedback form over at the website. Apparently it's working, so uh, uh, at least it's nice to know that that's going on. It says, uh, not specifically a forum feedback. It doesn't fit either option on the list, and I'll get some more options in there. Just wanted to say it's good to see you back on RF, Richard. Well, thank you, and uh, we've had a rough go. Uh, it hadn't just been... Uh, just been issues with the uh, podcast and the podcast site it's been a very challenging year so far y'all really wouldn't believe how challenging 
but uh we we're going to do our best to try and get some shows out they may be a little sporadic but uh we will definitely uh do what we can to make them happen as regularly as possible all right our next one's from bb kc5piy uh i'm trying to locate and download the original podcast i have 12 through 40 except for 33 I'd like to pick up 1 through 11 and 33. Originally, I signed up with iTunes. Listening to your podcast, I realized things were beginning to move around. A quick link to pick up the lost episodes would be great. I travel a lot and listen to them when not working on the plane. Currently, I'm out out of the country and listening through all the podcasts I discovered. Your information is timeless in many regards and worth keeping a copy close for reference. I am the new webmaster of the Entertain Incorporated out of San Antonio. Check out www.entertide.org. Yeah, I have to go check that for a quick look at the initial starter restart of our site. I've got a lot of work to do. It's in its infancy, but it's much more usable than the original. Uh, Input, advice, suggestions are all welcome. You're ahead of me on this topic. Now, if I could hit a uh, D-Star system from Bandera, 73's uh, BB. Well, thank you, sir. And uh, let me uh, run through this quick. For everybody, we are having an issue with the iTunes feed, and I can't seem to get it rectified. Uh, There's something not right in the uh, RSS feed, something. It works through FeedBurner. It works off of the website. Um, I'm not real sure what's going on. Now, whereas the uh, archived episodes are concerned, for some reason, I can't get the RSS. I'm having trouble with the RSS feed. So if any of you out there are familiar with the drupal content management system please let please get in touch with me i can't get the rss feed to uh, show more than a handful of the previous shows however all the other shows are archived over at the website go over to the website at rfpodcast.info rfpodcast.info and you will be able to uh, get the older shows and as far as this entertide.org, uh, I'm gonna have to go check that out. Uh, I got my 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 IDs on uh, on what it may be about, but I'm, I'm probably wrong. The next one comes from Warren or uh, WWKB9TMP. Richard, I am so glad you have brought back RF podcast. I've really missed hearing your rants, <laughs> grin, and a mobile podcast idea works for me. Your segment on two meters is dead on. Here in South Central Indiana, the repeaters start going quiet around 7 o'clock, and by 11 p.m., all you hear is the ID, unless there is a net on. When there are QSOs going on, they are not about radio, but closer to FRS-type talk. Most of the two meter and 70 centimeter here is the same. I am 20 miles from Indiana University, and you would think it would be uh, nonstop 24-7, and it's not. The only busy repeater is link, is a linked repeater on 440 that covers most of north-central Indiana 
from Indianapolis south to Bloomington across the width of the state. And if y'all want to check that out, it's at www.w9win.org. And it isn't that busy. Times have changed in, in just the 12 years I've been licensed. I wish I had a solution to the uh, wasteland, but I don't. Anyway, thanks for resurrecting the RF podcast and go with the mobile version also. It works well for me. Listening to my John, listening on my John Deere mowing at work. What road noise? <laughs> and that's signed regards. KB9 TMP. And he has an Echo Link node. Y'all check it out. 7492. Uh, KB9 TMP L. Maybe even go on by his website. KB9 TMP over at uh, QSL.net. All right. Well, thank you. And uh, we are glad to be back. And it's like I said, you know, it. it it really didn't dawn on me till I started working nights again, which I've recently done. That uh, you know, when I first got licensed, there were repeaters that stayed hot all night long, and now nothing. Now uh, I did this past weekend, end up uh, hooking up with uh, one of the D Star machines here. Well, I say locally in Denton, Texas, which is uh, a little bit north of here. And uh, they were linked into one of the reflectors, which stayed hot all night. Reflector 1C. Y'all check it out if you're on D-Star. And, uh, in fact, there was even a uh, a general chat kind of net, you know, something similar to the, some of the HF nets on there for uh, for quite a while that particular evening. Uh, I don't know how to change it either. You know, the enthusiasm is lost. I'm not sure what's going on. You know, I would think with all these young folks coming into the hobby and everything, that it'd be a different situation. However, we can only do what we can do and try and get things going best we can. So, uh, once again, thank you for writing in. Now, our next one comes from uh, David. Let me remember his call. David N5DBK down here uh, down here close by. David came in behind me as uh, president of the Ham Association of Mesquite for a while, and uh, I have a little, I have some respect for what David has to say. But uh, sometimes he and I, we don't exactly see eye to eye. But that's okay. It's a wonderful, it's a wonderful country where you can agree to disagree. Richard, I want to thank you for your effort on getting another episode of uh, Resonant Frequency back up and completed, regardless of our past differences. Hmm. I do respect the work that you do for the hobby. I wanted to address the VHF wasteland issue that you spoke about in episode forty-one. Being associated with two local clubs, Rockwall and Mesquite, I try to only use the repeaters in which I support. Well, that's nice. I know the folks on uh, on the two club repeaters, and I honestly do not have time to scan the bands looking for activity or someone to talk to. I leave the dual band base rig on two meters, Mesquite Ham two meter and Rockwall ARC 70 centimeter, and go about my work in the in the ham shack and if a topic is brought up while I am in the shack that I want to respond, I do. I work a full time job during the day and have a wife and kids that take time in the evenings and weekends like many other folks I talk to on the repeater. From eleven PM to seven AM I'm sleeping. 
So I have no radio time unless I choose to stay up, say, on Friday or Saturday night. I have certain evenings like Tuesday nights that I have scheduled ham radio events such as club meeting or uh, club nets, meetings, or eyeball QSOs that my wife and family understand that they are important to me. Uh, the rest of the time, I work my radio time in where and when I can get it. You are correct in that the DFW area has many, way too many quiet and unused repeaters, and even some that only exist on paper. Some of these repeaters are club repeaters, and others are owned by individuals that like running repeaters. The uh, club repeaters tend to get more use, but from what I can tell, it is not the club members using the repeaters. The club either has a superior repeater or site that provides better range for the users why do more club why don't more club members use the repeaters they support i have yet to find an answer for that one Ooh, this is a lengthy one y'all uh with the extra class privileges i have i do spend more time on the hf bands in the evenings and weekends where before I would be on the VHF and UHF bands. I feel that has had an, a significant impact on the activity of those bands. Before I had HF privileges, I would fill all my radios, mobile, bass, and HT with every repeater I could hit from my house and even some extra ones that I might use down, down the road. That has all changed. I keep no more than five to ten popular repeaters in my radios because those are the only ones I talk on, but but realistically, I use only two or three on a regular basis. I find more enjoyment on 20 and 40 meter bands when I have radio time. I 100% agree that if we don't use the bands we have, we are going to lose them. Clubs need to get back to being friendly and helpful to their members and promote activity on club repeaters rather than monitor the repeater waiting to to turn off the repeater when anything that might cross the line is discussed or the repeater is used by non-club members. Go and visit a local club near you that you have been to and see how they treat guests and visitors. If you are not welcome as a guest at a meeting, you can be sure they run their repeater the same way. They wonder why their club attendance continues to drop and they don't and they just don't seem to understand why. Keep up the good work. Hope to see you at Hamcom. Well, at the recording of this, I think I've already missed Hamcom and if I haven't I probably will cuz that's a weekend thing. However, there's a whole lot of stuff. I could have done a whole episode on this email. Whole episode. But the meat of it is, yes, you've got a lot of guys out there that have gone to HF. They like HF operating, even though HF has deteriorated uh, as far as the operating is concerned because there used to be people sitting on there having QSO, having good, healthy rag chews all the time. And, uh, Nowadays, you really have a hard time, really have a hard time finding that. Oh, yes. Um, let's see. I understand that people have to work. 
I understand that people have families. I understand that, uh, unfortunately, uh, with all the things that are going on, with the demographic of amateur radio operators, how it has changed over the years, uh, that it's more difficult to get on the air and just hang out and stuff like that. However, that's also one of the things that has caused deterioration of at least the uh, newer guys anyway because the older guys we apparently don't have time we have jobs we have families we have all this stuff we can't get on there and just kind of hang out and talk to the new guys and help guide them along and i understand all that however demographic is probably must have also changed in the fact that there's fewer hams that uh, even though they do have a job they don't have night jobs uh, that was uh, something else that was really happening when I first got licensed. There were a lot of guys out there that worked at night, and we kind of kept each other company. But uh, I'm not sure how to solve this problem either as far as unfriendly clubs. I've spoken about unfriendly clubs before on this podcast and uh, how they uh, clubs nowadays, you can go to a club meeting, walk in, you can be there a half hour whatever, and... Uh, uh, nobody will say hi to you, shake your hand, won't even acknowledge that you're in the building. Uh, I've seen that happen to a lot of folks. In fact, there was a guy that uh, I contacted when I was president of the Mesquite Club that uh, didn't even live in the in the city of Mesquite, and it was a fair drive for him to get to a club meeting. But he came to the club meeting. I made him welcome. I did my best to make sure that he was involved as much as he could be involved. And uh, over time, uh, everybody quit paying attention to him, and he went away. This is true. Our hobby is less friendly. I remember when hams hams were like brothers, and uh, it's not like that anymore. Okay, so uh, thank you, David, for sending in your, your email. And uh, we will definitely uh, ruminate on that and see if we can figure out how to solve some of these issues in the hobby. Okay, this is uh, really starting. This is really long. We're, we're not even a part of the way. This may end up being an entire email episode. So let's break it right here and uh, do some music. Free 
Like I said, this is getting to be a long one. I remembered something during the break that uh, um, I probably needed to throw out there at the beginning. But for those of y'all that are still listening, um, Resonant Frequency is officially, officially uh, getting involved in the section manager election here in North Texas uh, this time around. Uh, there's been some issues that have brought it to my attention that we need to use our forum to do the best we can. So if you're going to be involved in the section manager election in some shape, form, or fashion here in North Texas uh, over the next year, please, please get in touch with me because uh, uh, right now I'm not happy. I'm not happy. And being an ARRL member, I should probably not be irritated by the people that work for the ARRL whether they're volunteers, paid, whatever. Uh, so uh, y'all get in touch with me, and uh, from time to time, we will be bringing some updates on that. All right, so uh, let's see. We just finished a lovely, lovely letter from David Kahn. So uh, let me jump right back in here. And the uh, problem is we've got so many duplicates because the uh, email boxes have been uh, been duplicated several times over the different websites as we were making the changeover. However, let's go ahead and move on to the next one. The next one's from Gary, WR1U, and it says, Hi, Rich. My name is Gary. Call is WR1U. I live in Portsmouth, uh, New Hampshire, and have noticed 2 meters and 440 are dead. I got licensed in 1989 and lived in Nashua, New Hampshire, Boy, I'm glad that, you know, in the early days, people used to send names and stuff in that just trying to trip me up. I'm nice to have some stuff I can pronounce. 
it is nice to have some stuff I can pronounce. All right. I got licensed in 1989, lived in Nashua, New Hampshire then, and the repeaters were buzzing all the time. I just went to Nashua recently for a weekend, and those repeaters were dead all the time. Here in Portsmouth, same thing. The repeaters are underutilized, and Simplex is almost non-existent. Simplex is almost non-existent here, too. I'll get to that in a minute. I am blind, so I don't drive, so my mobile radio is an HT, but when at home, I use the dual-band mobile with a Diamond X50 and only six repeaters. I can hit only six repeaters. I can hit well, and they are dead on two meters and 440. I can hit about eight, and same thing. I don't have any HF gear but hope to fix that soon and looking forward to it because there will be more people to talk to. Thanks for your show, 7-3. P.S. I have started a new Facebook group for blind or visually impaired hams called Blind Amateur Radio Operators. That's on Facebook, y'all. Just started, just started only five members, but if you could put in a mention, that would be great. Well, Gary, here's the official mention. All right, y'all go on over to Facebook. Everybody go on over to Facebook. I don't care if you're blind or not. Go over there and help support Gary and his efforts on this. In fact, I'll go find it myself because I didn't really read this message that good the first time through. But I'll go back over there myself and sign up. That's uh, Blind Amateur Radio Operators on Facebook. And I know a bunch of you guys are on Facebook. So y'all go over there and check that out. Now, as far as non-existent simplex... Here in uh, DFW, our, ca- our case, we've got a uh, a group that hangs out on 147-420, 147-420, and they've been hanging out there for 20, 25, 30 years. Same group of guys, new ones come in, old ones leave, but it's been the same bunch for as long as I've been licensed. Unfortunately, they're starting to get run off of their frequency because of a D-Star, a non-coordinated D-Star repeater running on simplex frequencies in Minden, Minden, Louisiana. This has become an issue. That's one of the things that's running guys off because uh, these coordinators and these state coordinators think that they can just start throwing D-Star repeaters up on these simplex frequencies. There was another group that used to hang out on the national calling frequency here locally. Nobody was using it, so they just decided to hang out there. Uh, before that, there was another group in another part of town that used that same frequency to uh, hang out and talk and everything else. So uh, the problem is there's not enough education where uh, simplex operation is concerned because everybody gets on these repeaters. They can talk 30, 40 miles that way instead of uh, cre- creating themselves a good station where they can uh, actually operate without the repeaters. And I guess this goes back to the whole repeater question David brought up. Why don't people, uh, why don't people support repeaters? Why don't people that support repeaters use the repeaters, you know, and uh, we're running into some questions here that I'm going to have to have to wrestle with and, and probably bring up further down, uh, further on down the uh, line last but not least we had a group when i first got licensed that operated on 146.55 and uh, they were a good group of guys unfortunately uh, the good ones died the squirted ones hung around run everybody off the frequency deteriorated to the point that it sounded like 75 meters way late at night however 
uh gary thank you for uh for writing in and uh yes everybody go over to blind amateur radio operators on facebook and check it out go on over because it sounds like a sounds to me like something that's worth uh supporting all right and uh we also have uh something i got from the website about uh gary's gone over and signed up as a uh are you a listener over there? Uh, y'all go on over to the website and sign up as a listener. I mean, uh, yeah, I understand that there's no real requirement for all this. I don't require y'all to do anything, but it'd be nice for me to know the people that are out there listening, uh, simply because it, uh, I might be able to make things a little more personable, you know, uh, over on the other show, we know a lot of the guys that listen, so it just makes things, uh, more enjoyable for us on this end all right next one we've got is from ray uh again <laughs> ray writes in a lot i like ray 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 is not bashful about giving me feedback good bad or indifferent all right it says glad to see you back on there rf uh the amateur radio podcast was one of the first podcasts i really got hooked on because of your show I started listening to Linux Reality, Patio Books, the the uh, Practical Amateur Radio Podcast, Jerry's got a good show, etc. And uh, those in turn pointed me to many more podcasts. I can't say enough to thank you. As for the new format, I'm fine with it as long as you don't hit uh, something while talking and driving. Stay safe. Well, you know that right there. Well, I'll get that right there. You know, these people can't use cell phones and drive. However, us radio operators have been talking and driving for years, so I really don't know what the issue is. I'm sure the audio quality is going to suffer a little in a vehicle, but I am listening for content. If it gets to the point I can't understand the content, I'll let you know. And uh, I expect no less, Ray. Uh, For some reason, my iTunes has not downloaded the current episode. I've clicked update on it several times, and it still doesn't recognize 41 is available. But if I go to the iTunes store, it shows episode 41. I'll let you know if it clears up. In the meantime, I'll use the website. Thanks, 73Ray, uh, KO4RB. And what Ray, thank you. And once again, for everybody listening, we've been having an issue with iTunes feed. I don't know what's going on with it. Uh, but I am still chipping away at it, trying to, trying to get it going. So, uh, uh, y'all just, uh, bear with me. And if you can't get it that way, uh, go over to the website, you can, uh, get the feed off the website and it'll work just fine for you. It's been working fine for me. All right. So the next one is from, uh, BB KC five P P I Y. And uh, he was having. And the reason I left this in the feedback is simply because uh, there was an issue with him uh, signing up on the website. Uh, KC5PIY is also signed up as a listener on the website, and we had some issues. Um, I'm not sure what it was. If you're signing up over at the website, please let me know if you have a problem. Uh, he had a problem. We ended up having to wipe that user out and then him uh, go ahead and sign up for the website again. And once we did that, it started working. Uh, for some reason, he didn't get an activation, uh, activation email or something. 
which, uh, yes, uh, for those of y'all going over there, you're probably going to go, oh, my God, why does he have all this security on here? Well, unfortunately, for some reason, uh, we're getting hammered with spammers. And I'm doing my best to try and clear that clear that stuff out and uh, make it harder for them to uh, to spam the site because I know y'all don't want to look at it. All right, our next uh, email is from Chris NW5W. Hi, uh, I'm trying to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, but I'm having problems. Uh, says that it's returning text files or formats that iTunes can't play. Any ideas? Well, that. Once again, like I said, we're we're having trouble with the feed, and uh, that is something that we're working on rectifying, <laughs> and uh, uh, we will get it taken care of as soon as possible. Okay, and our last piece of email is short and sweet, and it comes from, from Ted. I'm not sure which Ted, but one of the Teds. And it says, uh, let's see, thanks for coming back on the air. I love listening to you, attitude, topics, rants, or whatnot. I agree with most of all your opinions, which may be why I like listening to you talk. So be it. Uh, You ask for emails and notes to you. Here you are. Ask, and if I can do it, I'll do it. This was an easy request to do. Well, all righty. Thank you, Ted. And uh, uh, thank you for, uh, you know, at the very least, letting me know you're out there. That's one of the problems is, it, you know, it's kind of like doing a, doing a speech at the ham fest with a blindfold on. Because uh, without the feedback, I don't know what y'all are thinking about what I'm doing. And rather than irritate a bunch of folks and, and run y'all off, uh, I'd prefer that y'all let me know. Okay, I can see by the old... old clock ticking away on the uh ticking away on the recording device that uh we're probably getting close to where we need to have a break again now um unfortunately we've gone <laughs> a considerable amount of time on feedback so uh i think when we get back i'll i'll just uh talk about some of the feedbacks that we've had and then we'll uh, go ahead and close the show but y'all take you a short break for right now and we'll be right back Oh, man. 
just can't see took a break i took a break gave me some time to ruminate on some of the stuff we've talked about and uh all that good stuff all right well it's like i said uh in the previous episode vhf and uhf has turned into a wasteland we've got a lot of stuff going on unfortunately we're losing sight of uh, the fact that uh, a lot of folks are going backwards up in frequency is where we need to go. You know, uh, Mr. Con- uh, David, I almost say his last name, uh, David in five DBK, he made some good points. Unfortunately, uh, they are the truth and, <laughs> uh, we really need to work on this. You know, we do need to lose the, we need to use these bands or we're going to lose them. Those of y'all that are newer to amateur radio, one of the things that I remember that y'all may not uh, have been in the hobby long enough to remember, is that the uh, 220 band, which is a, a really underutilized band amongst amateur radio operators for the most part, and uh, I'm just I'm judging from my experience here in this part of the country, there's only a handful of 220 repeaters up and not a lot of people on them. Um, it is so underutilized at one time, the FCC took a portion of the band away from us. They took it away from us because the uh, UPS wanted to use 220 band for their truck. Uh, they lobbied the FCC. Uh, there wasn't a lot of activity on there. So we ended up losing a piece of the 220 band. 
Now, the thing that adds insult to injury where this is concerned is that after uh, UPS went through all this, the FCC did this to us, and everything else, UPS decided they didn't want that piece of the 220 band. We didn't get it back. Uh, It was put up for auction. And um, now there's a portion of the 220 band which uh, we don't have access to anymore. And this is one of the ways we can lose it if we don't use it. You know, uh, there's other cases of us losing frequency allocations, but uh, this is the one that's happened in my ham experience that I remember. So we really don't want to lose this. Y'all get out there and use that VHF, UHF. These new guys that are first getting on the air, you know, that's where they're going to show up. And that's when they're going to need their Elmers the most. Jerry Taylor talks about uh, making Elmers one podcast at a time. Well, most of y'all don't have a podcast, at least I don't think so. I think I listen to all of the amateur radio podcasts and uh, listen to them as long as I can stand them, the ones that I don't normally listen all the way through on. But uh, the whole point is that if he's making Elmer's one podcast at a time, I'm doing the best to Elmer people through this podcast. The least y'all can do is get on uh, get on those repeaters and try and Elmer a little bit. That's the problem. Everybody's an extra class, but nobody's an Elmer nowadays. I learn things from everybody. I learn I learn things from people that have been licensed weak. Because I don't know everything. Tell you the truth, I probably don't know a tenth of it. So uh, y'all get out there and Elmer these guys. Now, as far as the mobile, uh, the mobile podcast, the mobile episodes, we're going to keep trying to do those. Uh, unfortunately, like I said, uh, Studio Two M is a little louder than Studio One M. And since Studio One M is Mama's car, I try to use Studio Two M whenever possible however we will get some more of those episodes out and uh, y'all don't and i am really sorry uh this episode kind of turned into one of those feedback episodes like they have over at like astronomy cast or going linux or uh or something like that but uh I, you know i've got some topics i got three or four topics i want to i want to approach in the next little bit and i sure enough sure enough want to get them uh get them out to y'all so uh the contents there i just have to have the time to record it so y'all make sure y'all uh y'all send your feedback in on uh, on previous episodes and stuff like that because that's where i get a lot of my ideas a lot of them. The rest of my steal from jerry over to practical amateur radio podcast <laughs> you know we love you jerry you know we love you over here but <laughs> But uh, we will get y'all uh, some more episodes percolating. We're going to try and get back on a regular uh, recording schedule and uh, and get that all straightened out. Okay, so uh, let's see. We did. Uh, we talked a little bit about VHF, UHF. We talked a little bit about uh, 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 upcoming podcasts and stuff. I want to assure y'all we are the site is secure for the next year. Uh, we do need those donations to start coming in. We're trying to figure out a way to get the uh, Amazon donations to come uh, to convert into something we can use to pay the hosting fees. 
Uh, we've been able to buy equipment and stuff with that, but at this time, it's not uh, the reason is what we can buy equipment and stuff through Amazon using uh, using the uh, gift gift cards that uh, it generates. However, we need to figure out how to convert that to something that we can use to pay the hosting fees so that we don't have an issue like we had a few months back. And we are currently in the process of taking care of that. Uh, we will be uh, bringing on one advertiser at this time. Uh, we've worked a deal out with Audible. And uh, Audible is the best of the choices out there at the moment. So uh, y'all be looking for that. Uh, we might be able to bring you a few deals. Uh, we'll see how that works out. What else? What else? Oh, yes. Field day is coming up. Uh, we want to, I'm going to try and get an episode out, uh, with the, uh, subject being, uh, something to do with field day. So y'all, uh, y'all try and stay up with that. We're currently involved in the uh, mobile installation project. I don't know if I mentioned it over here, but I did mention it on the other show and we'll try and keep y'all up to speed on that also. In fact, I, I posted a picture of what's in the mobile right now over on facebook i think i put it on the show page i'm not sure y'all go over and uh, go go on over and take a look uh so far on hf we've been able to work uh, a handful of nets uh, louisiana race aries net texas traffic net some other stuff and we'll be getting into that soon okay uh the section manager election for north texas those of y'all that are here in North Texas, you know, y'all, uh, y'all get in touch with me and let me know how y'all feel about how things are going. I myself am uh, disgruntled and, uh, being a ex, uh, whole bunch of things, official observer and all this other stuff. Uh, one of the things I'm that really, uh, uh, turns my crank is the fact that the folks at the league feel that the membership work for the league, not the other way around. And that's the problem with a 501c3 organization. I would like to know y'all's thoughts as we move forward on this. I believe nominations are due by October, November, and then we'll go to a vote, uh, in March. So, uh, y'all, uh, y'all get in touch with me. Okay, the D-Star Bunch, y'all be listening for me. Uh, I'm going to try to be on D-Star more since I have that installed in the uh, in the mobile and am in a situation to be able to use it. Uh, we're starting to take a look at some of the reflectors. Uh, there's a reflector, I believe, that's for running data, which is out of the U.K., and I'm going to be checking that out. Reflector 1C seems to have a lot of nets going on on it. And uh, I have access to that. Well, luckily, the uh, guy that runs the gateway here locally was nice enough to allow me access to the gateway. Y'all be looking for me. And if you see me on D-Star, give me a yell. Because I really want to really talk to some of you guys. I want to talk to y'all on the, on the air somehow. If I can't get you on HF, then we'll just do it that way. I used to have a, a real bad attitude about Echo Link. And D-Star is not a lot better except for the fact that... Uh, it is user controllable from uh, from where you are, or more controllable. It will uh, allow you down through the system. Now, for those of y'all who have D Star but are not on a gateway, y'all go find some group to get with and get on the gateway, because I guarantee that it will definitely help you. 
A lot of the problem that some people have with D-Star at this time is the same reason they don't, they go talk on repeaters, they don't help support. It's because they're cheap. Go join the organization that runs the machine. So, what else have we got before we go? Yeah, we've talked about Field Day, we've talked about D-Star, talked about HF. Y'all give me some ideas. We're ready to go. Best I can tell, we've been in business at Resonant Frequency since 2007. As best I can tell, I think it was 06, but it, it was probably 07. So uh, y'all get with us and point us in the right direction for some of the information you'd like to have. Okay, like I said, instead of jumping into a subject, I just thought I'd sit here and talk for a little bit, give you all some information, at least get an episode out to you. Uh, hopefully next time we won't run so long on feedback and we'll be able to do some topics. At the very least, we'll be able to do topics out of the mobile. So, the new website address is uh, rfpodcast.info. rfpodcast.info. Now, you can put the www on there if you like, and it'll work. Uh, rfpodcast.info. If there's anybody out there that's familiar with the Drupal content management system, please get in touch with me because I, I need some help. We'd like to thank uh, Bill, while I'm thinking about it, K9WKA, uh, who's our uh, our silent partner over at Resonant Frequency. He uh, he got the show notes up just jiffy quick because we lost them in the move. Y'all, uh, the content's going to look kind of squirrely for a while because the, the current editor we've got is not real great. Uh, you can contact me now, no longer at blacksparrowmedia.com, but uh, you can send uh, emails to kb5jbv at gmail.com. kb5jbv at gmail.com. Uh, we may be getting an RF podcast email address set up. I will keep you all posted on that. Uh, we also need to try and get Bill a contact email set up uh, in case you all need to get a hold of him. I think we've pretty much covered everything we can cover this time around. If y'all have any questions, suggestions, whatever, please get in touch with me. We will do our best to implement or uh, or something. And if we can't implement them, then we'll probably say one of those things that we end up saying on another show. Unlike the other show, y'all get all of this one. If I decide to tell somebody where to go over here, y'all know y'all going to hear it. Okay, y'all start thinking about field day. Don't forget. And with that, I guess we're going to go ahead and uh, and move on down the road, and we'll see you uh, see you next time.